Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're podcasting from here in the United States and in Zambia with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word together verse by verse. My co-host in Zambia, Matali, and I are both listening to Through the Bible Podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragement with you. From America to Africa and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you, trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So if you have your Bible, feel free to read along. And if not, no problem. We'll try to put it all together for you. So let's get started. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back. We're back in the book of Acts today. It's Friday. This is our last study of the week. We'll take a break, as we always do, uh, over the weekend, and then we'll be back uh, um, next week, um, continuing our study in the book of Acts. Um, this takes uh, takes up where Matt, the books of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John leave off, as McGee has said and so um, the the promise um, for to them was for them to uh, as it, as we see in uh, um, you know in the first few uh, verses here, Jesus stays with his apostles for forty more days after he was resurrected. He was appearing to them, and he's speaking about the kingdom of God. He presented himself alive to them um, and proofs to them that he was alive. So Jesus had a ministry for three years, uh, you know, before his death on the cross and resurrection, and now he's got a ministry of 40 more days. But he says this 40-day ministry was probably the most important of all because Without this proof, without the apostles witnessing, you know, his resurrection and understanding it, um, you know, we would we wouldn't have a gospel message. The church starts here in the book of Acts, and um, so verse four, while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait. For the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Not many days from now. So, remember, he said this earlier. You're going to be baptized with water, but I'm baptizing you with something different. And that Holy Spirit is what you're going to be baptized with. Baptism is um, was... A ritual that John did with water to symbolize being forgiven of your sins, but the that was a ritual being washed, being cleansed. But the Holy Spirit baptism is 
something that occurs that puts you in the body of Christ. That baptism is the is something that the Holy Spirit does. The water baptism was just kind of a was a ritual. So this is what he's telling them to do, to wait until you get the Holy Spirit, until you're baptized with the Holy Spirit. So they're waiting, verse 6. So when they'd come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? So in other words, uh, McGee says, is that a bad question to ask? And, and he says, you know, McGee teaches no. It was not a bad question. He didn't rebuke him for asking that question. And, you know, again, these are guys schooled in the Old Testament. They don't know any better. The Messiah is supposed to be one that is going to um, deliver them from, you know, uh, as a nation. But they don't understand that uh, the, the kingdom that he's talking about is the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is not an earthly kingdom. It's not um, a geopolitical kingdom. It is a kingdom in the hearts of men. It is the body of believers. So the kingdom of God uh, occurs through the Holy Spirit. Okay? So Jesus says, It is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by His own authority. Okay? So the nation's going to be restored on God's timetable. He says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Okay, so he's saying again, this kingdom of God is coming, but you need to be baptized with the Holy Spirit because that puts you in the body of believers, that unites you into the body of Christ, that unites you and as we as we begin to see even deeper in Ephesians, that is the church, the the the, the mystery of the church, is the body of Christ. And when he had said these things, verse nine, they were looking on, and he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven, as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes and said, "Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven?" This Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way you saw him go into heaven. Okay, so Jesus now has given them a personal commission. So he says, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. So what is his personal commission? Was it to a church? No, the church hadn't been established yet. This commission was to them, to you and me, to every one of us, to be witnesses to Jesus. And your power is going to be in the Holy Spirit. But your, but your commission is to witness be a witness to Jesus. Be a witness to Jesus. Everywhere. Everywhere you go. To the end of the earth. 
And so that was his collective commission. It's a pretty straightforward commission. You're going to get the Holy Spirit to give you power. Be my witness. And um, so, what we see here um, in verse 12, then they returned to Jerusalem, just like he told them, you know, stay here. Stay here in Jerusalem and wait for the promise of the Father. Okay, that was back in verse 4. So that's what they did. Verse 12, they returned to Jerusalem from the Mount of Olives, uh, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey away. And when they had entered, they went up to the upper room where they were staying. Peter and John and James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus and Simon the Zealot, and Judas, the son of James. Verse 14, all of uh, these... All these, with one accord, were devoted themselves to prayer, together with the women and Mary, mother of Jesus, and his brothers. Okay, so the thing that stands out to me is they stay in Jerusalem. They're in this upper room, and with one accord, they were united. They were united together. They were one heart, one mind. They were praying. They were devoted to prayer. That's all they did. Prayer together. They prayed together. They weren't off in their own little rooms praying. They were devoted to prayer. Now, you can pray, pray in isolation. Jesus went and got himself isolated when he prayed. And he, and, he, and he told them, he said, when you pray, don't go to the synagogues and pray out loud like you see people doing. Just go to yourself and hide in your room and pray. But also, we see the unity that they were also devoting themselves to in prayer together in faith. So, different kinds of prayer that we see. And in those days, Peter stood up among the brothers. The company of persons was in all about 120. And he said, verse 16, Brothers, the Scripture had to be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit bef spoke beforehand by the mouth of David concerning Judas. This was he's talking about in the book of Psalms, which we'll read in a minute, but that was Psalm 69, verse 25. Um, in the book of Psalms, it says, May his camp become desolate, and let there be no one to dwell in it, and let another take his office. So, it was a psalm written, and my study Bible says it is pr proof here, a very clear proof, that the Holy Spirit was speaking through the mouth of David. So, he's talking about the Holy Spirit spoke beforehand by the mouth of David concerning Judas. Okay, and we get this uh, in verse 16. Who became a guide to those who arrested Jesus. Okay, and then it talks a little bit about uh, Judas. For he was numbered among us and was, was, was allotted his share in this ministry. Now this man acquired a field 
With the reward of his wickedness and the fall and falling headlong, he burst open in the middle, and all his bowels gushed out, and it became known as the to the inhabitants, all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, so that the field was called in their own language El which that is field of blood, for it is written in the book of Psalms again, May his camp become desolate and let there be no one to dwell in it. And let another take his office. Okay, so now in the book of Matthew, it talks about Judas hanging himself. And here it's talking about his, you know, his bowels burst open, you know, and um, as he fall, fell headlong. So my study Bible points out that, you know, it's not contradictory. It was probably that he was hanging up there. Uh, and his body was decaying probably until his head fell off or whatever. He just fell off the, the rope and then he bust open and his bowels, you know, fell out. It was in, and my study Bible says, again, it's total humiliation for Satan. Um, it's total humiliation for Judas for what he did, but it is total defeat for Satan as well because the, the instrument that he used to try to defeat the Lord Jesus was totally um, humiliated in his death, as Jesus was totally glorified in his resurrection. Um, verse twenty-one. So the um, so one of the men, verse twenty-one, who have accompanied us during this is Peter still talking. So one of the men who have accompanied us uh, during all the time that the Lord Jesus went out excuse me, went in and out among us, beginning from baptism of John until the day when he was taken up from us. One of these men must become with us a witness to his resurrection. Okay, so this is Peter again saying, we got to fulfill, um, let another take his office. We got to fulfill the words of the Holy Spirit that was spoken through the mouth of David in Psalms chapter 69, verse 25. Okay, so then what happened is they put forward two, okay, Joseph called Barsabbas, who was also called Justice, and Mathis. So we got these two candidates here, and they prayed, and they said, You, Lord, know the hearts of all. Show, uh, show which one of these two you have chosen to take the place this, in this ministry and apostleship from which Judas turned aside to go his own place and they cast lots for them and the lot fell on Mathis and he was numbered with the 11 apostles now my study bible says it's not like they were casting lots on their own they were praying they were praying that the lord would show them his his will for who was going to take his place um McGee makes the point that the Holy Spirit really hasn't come upon them yet. We don't have this because Pentecost hasn't occurred yet. So maybe uh, they were doing this on their own accord. They were praying. Um, they're praying and then they're casting lots. Um, again, they're hoping that the lots would reflect Jesus's um, decision making. But um, McGee's not so sure. Uh, now, we're going to have to wait till next week to get into this. McGee might hopefully make a little bit of uh, his commentary on whether the casting of the lots was appropriate or not for them to try to do. Uh, but in any event, um, Pentecost 
is coming around the corner. The Holy Spirit is coming. So whether or not uh, Mathis um, was according to what the Lord said or not, we don't have any direction just yet. So um, we'll wait till next week. Um, we're, we leave the apostles in the upper room. Uh, they are devoting themselves to prayer. They are of one accord. They're unified. And they're together. And they're trying to, uh, looks like Peter's taking uh, leadership. And he's he obviously uh, has got some insight because he's now looking in the book of Psalms. And he's realizing that Scripture um, has been fulfilled. But there is something about the Scripture that somebody else has to take over. So he's doing his best to try to... Um, Lead the apostles based on his scripture, based on the scriptures. So we'll stop here. We'll turn the rest of the podcast over to our co-host in Zambia, Matali. And uh, Matali, I hope you're doing great. Look forward to hearing your take on this today. And as always, from me to all of you, God bless you. Keep your hearts centered on Christ on this great spiritual battlefield. And we'll see you here next time. And as always, our prayers go out for sweet Emma and sweet Jean. God bless you all. We'll see you next time.